following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Hi, and welcome to Adventures from the Shed. You're back with us online and waving, except for And we are here with continuation of our fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons campaign that we're calling Never Gonna Give You Up. And we're gonna go around and say hi quick, and then we'll get a recap. But let's hi see quick. who wants to say hi first, which is the guy who didn't wave when everyone else waved. Go ahead, Chris. God. Chris, we can't is this hear you. On? Chris, speak up. Use, use your words. Use your words, use Chris. Your words, Use your inside voice. You, you, Can't you, hear you. Use your, use your voice. Use All your right, so that's Chris. Voice. He's playing Abraxas, <laughs> the paladin. I am Chris, um, and I'm playing Abraxas. Yeah, with a heart of gold and a breath of fire. And no, we still can't hear you. So you, you, you click around there. If you want, I can get you an IT guy. Uh, he is an IT guy. That's the joke here. But um, <laughs> after him is this other guy up in the other corner now. Damn it, this corner. All right. He's chewing. No, I'm not chewing. I'm moving a mint around in my mouth. But I am Eli. I'm playing Aerith and the Siegfried, uh, human fighter, military man extraordinaire. Heart of gold, breath of fire. Next is... Is Jason, and oh, I am wow. playing the... Oh, ah, there oh there Just in time. I don't know what happened. It was weird. <laughs> well, Jason is playing Bell G. Umwaffle, the half man, the halfling of half Man of Mystery. Um, uh, the halfling rogue. Cool. He's, he's half man and half nothing, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's a homebrew um, character, it's a homebrewed race. Mr. Not Randall. <laughs> Right, ladies, listen up. We got a nice, tall, six foot two, salty, peppered hair named Miles. And he is a bard extraordinaire with a heart of gold and a breath of fire. So, you want me to, to answer the phone with my clothes on? Uh, Chris, you're going to give yes. us a recap because we couldn't hear you when it was your turn. I suppose that's probably not as Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. No. Good. All right. So first, what miles? What are you wearing? <laughs> Next, recap time. Oh, jeez! Always the loincloth. Is it made out of <laughs> goblin loins? Rubbing cheese all over. Made out of the goblin Indeed. loins. Cool. Indeed. Uh, okay. So last time we had, uh, you know, because Bell finally joined the party again, we had him check out the tracks in the woods, but he was just as good as the rest of us and couldn't tell any <laughs> difference of the pile of tracks and somebody being dragged. So thumbs up on that one. <clears throat> yeah. So we decided to keep going our northish or northwestish passage direction. And uh, along our travels, Siegfried noticed the clearing off to the right about a hundred yards out. That's a little clearing. And we went to go check it out. It turned out to be a, a little bigger village of stone buildings. Uh, like the one uh, we encountered previously. Uh, the only two buildings that stood out were a town hall and a church. But Braxton and Bell decided to uh, make their way to the church while Siegfried and Miles uh, checked out the perimeter, see if anything was going on. Uh, so we got the heebie-jeebies at the church, and Abraxas also felt some uh, craziness that could possibly be going on in the town hall, which we'll find out soon enough. And uh, Siegfried and Miles were checking out the perimeter, checking out a tower, and they could see that uh, 
there's a little farmland off the side. Uh, Siegfried still thinks something's up with this whole area, but it turns out the church was uh, attacked at one time. We're thinking maybe possibly a couple hundred years ago by uh, creatures, not necessarily humanoid creatures. Uh, we don't know if they're natural or unnatural beings that attacked and uh, defaced the church for Gordon the Deceiver. So I assume we're going to run into some Gordon the Deceiver fans soon enough. <laughs> the fans. Um, so where we left off was Siegfried checking out the perimeter of the church to look for anything. Gordon of the Deceiver. Huh? Gordon. Gordon the Deceiver. Oh, God. yeah, well, maybe. No, maybe Gordon not. Ramsey of Deceiver. Gordon Ramsey. <laughs> Fucking raw! Um, what are you? Gordon what Ramsey are you? soundboard on my phone. <laughs> Actually, wake up, you donut is my main notification sound. <laughs> Siegfried, you muppet! So around the the back, you notice that that um, staff entrance is just busted in, and it occurs to you that more of the remains are there than in the other buildings that you saw, where things were run down. All right, so the more of the, the wood, the stone, there's less dust around, etc. So this actually looks like it may have happened more recently. Uh, more recently than the other stuff around town has happened. Uh, inside of there, there is uh, a nearly clean skeleton. I say clean as in it's almost all white. There's just little bits of clothing or something hanging off of it. But it's a, a full skeleton. Um, human if not humanoid or humanoid if not human and um the the arrangement of clothing would indicate to you it was a priest of some kind and that's like 10 feet inside like right to the left of the door but uh from what siegfried was originally scoping out it does look like there was some kind of force that busted the door in, whether it be uh, a big creature or a, you know, a makeshift battering ram or something like that. Something definitely busted the door in. The door wasn't opened the right way for sure. And then that skeleton that is nearly intact and um, has some uh, remains of uh, clerical remnants on it. Clothing. Siegfried is going to go to the remains of this alleged priest and place a gold piece in his mouth. Oh, okay. Just kind of mutter like, sorry about your village. (laughs) Sorry about your dog, man. (laughs) From there, he's going to see if he can meet back up with the group from here and pick out any other small details on the way, uh, any other significant figures that may be lying around on the floor here, uh, any other battle damage. The, um, the path from where you are to where they are in the main uh, worship area of the church uh, is just a, a couple of hallways and open archways that you end up stepping out right onto the, um, where the altar is up on the top. I don't even know if that has a specific name to it. I can't even think about it. Uh, But anyway, it's a raised spot. What's that? Dais. A dais. Dais, dais. But it's not just like a pedestal or something. It is the whole area. It's just like two steps up. 
pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, um, somebody go for it. Stage. <laughs> Dear Wikipedia, what the hell is Joe talking about? Yeah, day and, is the raised platform. Okay, like then there we problem. go. I call it a stage. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a church stage. Uh, <laughs> and there is an altar in the middle, and it's made of stone, and it looks like it is generally intact. It's been hit. There are uh, crack marks in it. Uh, and marks. Um, just a point for Siegfried, your journey through the couple of hallways, maybe the 50 feet or so that gets you uh, like a little zigzag up to the um, church stage dais. They, uh, along the way, anything that would have symbolized the previous deity has been destroyed in some way, um, scratched out, broken. And there was a, a couple of spots where it says praise and then it's all scratched out. And next to that, in crude writing, like on outside, is G-O-R. And uh, that is what you see on the way up, to, to your point of anything out of the, out of the ordinary, out of place. Uh, everything that would have indicated uh, worship to a different deity has been defaced, destroyed, scratched out, whatever it may be. And you arrived, like mark. I said, at the, the Dias Church stage, and we have uh, no burn marks, Chris. Uh, as far as all around, there's no burn marks. There are a little bit of scorch marks on the wall where there were torch holders, but that's, you know, from torches. Yeah. doesn't look like there are any burn marks like fireball or. So, they could, know, so there, like there aren't any burn marks that could be too precise for sand people is what you're saying. Exactly. Only yeah, Imperial yeah. troopers could make these. Yeah. Scorch marks like that. Torch <laughs> gotcha. The, uh, so I mentioned the altar as Siegfried approaches it. Everybody would, pretty much see the same thing uh several slabs of stone uh thick slabs of stone it's about a maybe a six inch thick slab of stone that's three by six think about the size of a, a folding table that we would have today and it is uh walled in with the four more slabs of stone with the the big one on top uh it looks like it's been hit and cracked but it is not uh broken and destroyed like almost everything else in here Miles is going to walk around and look for either like a book of hymns or some uh, music sheets that would have been up on the uh, stage area. Uh, just uh, mild curiosity, and he might uh, use it to, if they ever cleanse this town of whatever evil that still resides in it, might just do one of their songs in the church to hopefully ease the spirits that may be still restless in this town. Cool. All right. Um, he's looking around for that. What is uh, Bell up to here? Uh, well, I came in there to help Abraxas when it came to searching for any hidden passageways or places where the people could have had, like, you know, any, any information as far as the last stand and where they might have exited out from and things like that. Okay. Let's say, um, Jason, what would you want? Uh, where would you want to steer for that? An investigation or a perception or what, what are you thinking? I would say I'm, I'm looking for something specific as far as like maybe a secret passage or a way they, they hid somewhere. I would say it'd be investigation. All right. So you're looking for that loose flagstone or the, the yeah. spot where you can push and make it work. Yeah, or there's a, there's a loose piece of rug somewhere and okay. maybe behind that or under that. Something maybe like somebody that. crawled their way behind something. There's like a drag yeah. mark of blood and it ends yeah. like mysteriously. There you go. So thing. let's get an investigation check for Bell. 
Oh, uh, that is a Ooh. natural one, but because it's an ability check, I have lucky, <laughs> which is a racial trait, and I can re-roll it. So <laughs> nice. that's lucky. Let's re-roll that, and that yes. is a nine plus two. That would be eleven total. So two so much better than a one. Yeah, so much better together. I, I first go to bed down and I bang my head on a board and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I was a small guy, bang his head. Yeah, it's, well, the, are. the pews are the pews are, are broken and stuff like that. Yeah. I just kind of bang my head on something. You rolled exactly what you needed to be above average. Yeah. The bare minimum. <laughs> bare minimum <laughs> on the though. second roll. Uh, all right. Um, to Chris's point, there are trails. Um, footprints, things been dragged, not blood trails, but definitely things leading towards the altar that don't lead back away from it. So now, we can move this altar. <clears throat> I mean, it looks like they were attacking us for some purpose. Yeah, no, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think if uh, you don't get any sense, any, your, 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 your divine sense isn't tingling right around the altar, we can move this thing and you think we'll be all right? <sighs> I'm not going to guarantee anything. Life has no guarantees. All right, well, let's move it then. For your reference, Chris, there was nothing divine sense indicated within the church. Right, yeah. Just yeah neither good nor bad uh, as far yeah. as, you know, religious and right, sensing so let's, and stuff. So, Braxis, uh, let's move this thing. Before we move the altar, I do want to make it clear that the, the entirety of this church has been defiled. Any yeah, reference we, to yeah, previous that. occupants... In the hallways back there, praises to their gods, little filigree in the archways, all of it has been completely turned to rubble, annihilated. What a mess. Replaced with this G-O-R. And Miles, you are unable to find any type of literature uh, of this church. Probably been burned. He sighs. He has a big heart, so he just was wanting to do something good for them. Yep. But well, you may still find something, but for what you were looking for, there's nothing you can see at this point. Fair enough. It it, it seems that it is very thorough that whatever deity this was constructed for has been erased from the the building itself. I can't find anything I was looking for. Bill, are you doing what we were doing in the tower? Looking for a hidden thing. Oh, yeah, ah. I, 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 found, I found the stuff going towards the altar. You come over to the altar. We got we to move this thing. On my way. All right. This is, if you're trying to, like, move the lid uh, off of the altar, as it were, uh, this is definitely a feat of strength that is going to require multiple people. So yeah, tell, me, tell me what it looks like, and I'll give you an idea of what we need to roll. I guess if I can squat down and get get my body underneath part of it, if I can, I'll just kind of squat and stand up and let everybody try to lever somehow. Can I reach it, or do I have to get like a stone and stand on it to try to help no, lift? It, you could reach it. It itself okay. is maybe about three feet off the ground, the lid, okay. so to speak. And so, yeah, your arms could go up from there. Right? Okay, all right. I, what, I'll, what I'll try to do is I'll try to take one of the daggers I got and just put it in and try to help pry it open okay. and lift it up a little bit. Yeah, there's not much of a lip or anything to grab onto, but it is clear that these are slabs of rock. So there are little grooves that you could yeah. stick a dagger point in or, you know, something that you could use to pry if you wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll help out in that way since I'm not the strongest. I'll try to use some leverage and help out that way. Ah, pickaxe. There you go. Oh, yeah, okay. Magic, magic pick. Get those ads in there. How's, uh, how are you going to use that? It's going to 
you can do an abs workout. Uh, if he can get the dagger and he feels, uh, Miles feels like he can get the uh, kind of pointy end, the pick yeah. side into the groove, and then he's yeah. going to stand on like the opposite side and just kind of pull. If he's going to try well, that That's going to hurt when the little piece of rock gives way, isn't it? He's ready for it. <laughs> okay. He's ready for the and, damage. Um, Siegfried. Siegfried is going to <laughs> sit back and watch. Hand axe in <laughs> one hand, healing spell ready in the other. Camcorder in the other. <laughs> He's holding everyone else's beer at this point. I am rolling, yeah. guys. Go do it. Recording All this right. on the crystal ball. So let's do this. Who, of course, I think the guy with the highest strength is sitting this one out. Um, no, uh, no, I take that back. Abraxas has one higher strength, but the same modifier. Um, let's do this. Uh, Miles, Abraxas, and Bell. We'll each roll a d20. Whatever is the highest of those three will get Abraxas's strength modifier on it. Nice. Okay. Uh, what's and Randy, I'm not going to tell you why, but you're going to roll with advantage. You're going to roll two. Oh, okay. By not mm -hmm. telling you. By telling you, I'm not going to tell you why. You might figure it out. That's and plus rolling? three is a 13. We're Everyone but Eli, because he's, he's making sure everyone else is doing good. Okay, 16. so I got a nine and a 10. The best was 13. All right. 16? 16 for me. And Chris, what did, what you got for a Braxis? I assume I'm using my strength modifier on this and all that craziness. Uh, ju what's on the oh, D20? I was strength, not uh, just eight, Just 18. Sorry, my bad. Uh, 11, not 13. Sorry, I was looking at dex. Uh, yep. Well, we're just looking at the D20 roll. And whatever the highest one, we're going to apply a Braxis's strength modifier to it. Yep, that would be a Braxis thing. <laughs> all right. I got a 16. So, yeah. You... Um, Abraxas, uh, maybe as part of your efforts, you're able to help push on the handle of the pickaxe with miles or something. And um, you are able to move the slab just enough that you can see, uh, let's say you can see about four inches of opening that just goes into darkness inside. Uh, the light, the daylight that is within the church doesn't seem to penetrate, penetrate the, uh, the opening. It's just very can dark we, in there. Can we get that? Can we make that opening bigger? Um, the the slab doesn't seem to want to move any further than that. Hmm. Shall I go to town on it with the pickaxe? Whew. I don't know. Do you think that. there's some kind of release somewhere? Some switch lever button somewhere? I don't know, Bell. You into this kind of stuff? Well, I mean, I, I can't see what's, 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 what's inside there. I'm, I'm down below. I can't tell. What is what is it? Is it gold? Is it what's inside? You can drop a torch down there. That's all I can do. Yeah, I got, I got, I got a torch. Oh, I have a right, torch. Light it up and drop it in. Well, can you light it up for me, please? I put it up to your face. <laughs> <laughs> you could, uh, Bell, if you wanted, you could just get up on top where the slab is. Okay, okay, yeah, I'll get up on top. But yeah, can you, can you just, can you just spark this for me, please? Here, and I'll just get <laughs> spark <up>. it. <laughs> all right. Okay, yeah, light, light it up. I drop it into the the hole of uh, the the darkness. Okay, um, you, you're just going to drop it in there? Yeah, just drop it in. Okay. So the torch goes down, you would guess, about 20 feet or so, and then starts bouncing to the side as if it's bouncing downstairs, and then it kind of vanishes out of sight and everything becomes dark again. Hmm. Huh. Well, there's definitely a bottom. There's got to be some way to open this thing up. A little bit more conveniently than what we've done. Yeah, I don't think anyone can squeeze through that crack yet. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty small. I don't think that 
uh, anyone's getting down there. Um, Can I take a whack at it? Yeah, sure. I'll step aside. I th- between the three of you, especially Abraxas, with the effort you put forth, you're pretty sure that it is now stuck on something and strength alone is not going to do it. So you're able to move it to a certain point and then it's just kind of stuck. So yeah, if Miles, you want to just hit the stone with the pickaxe. I will do that. Do you want to roll? Of some uh, sort? What I would like you to roll is a... Um, wow. Uh... Are you going to hit it uh, smartly, <laughs> swiftly, <laughs> strongly? Um, Sternly. Uh, I mean, you gave me options. So I would like to be in. Uh, I don't know that I can dexterously do that. Be suave about it. Be suave. <laughs> be suave. I'm going to really convince it to break for me. Um, <laughs> now, see, for me at least, dexterity would be you could, do, you could say something like, or just say what I'm going to say, which is I, I described that there were cracks here and there. Maybe you aim the pickaxe exactly at a crack, which would be a more dexterous move than a strength move. Yeah, I will look for uh, any uh, grooves that may have had mm-hmm. either added cracks or, as you said, that seems like the best option. I can't <laughs> think of anything else better than how you described it. Yep. So here I go. Clearly, if I'm going to say it, I think it's a good idea. Eight plus three is an 11. Okay. It's better than um, average, but still not that great. <laughs> yeah, you're able to hit it, and everybody looking on can see uh, what is a like a green spark from the tip of the pickaxe, and a little chip of the uh, the stone flies off. But aside from that, not much damage is done to it. Mm. All right. Well, clearly there's something protecting this. Uh, in practice, you said that there's uh, some some bad things happening across in the town hall. Do you think that maybe that has something to do with what we're feeling in here? And if we head over there, we might be able to find out, you know, what 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 this is all about. I have an idea. I mean, it's possible, but it is possible. Yeah. Siegfried has an idea. Let's find yeah, out. Yeah. What, what, what do you got? What do you got? I look over <laughs> at him. He was sitting down and drinking a beer, uh, watching yeah. all of us. Uh. Well, just to be safe, I want everybody to step back, and I will cast Produce Flame. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, yeah get it away. I don't step back. All right. Whew. And I tossed the firebolt, or the fire, little fireball onto the top of the altar, just to see what it does. Um, it stays lit until you tell it not to, right, as far as the... The cantrip uh, or the ability goes. If I hold it, yes. <clears throat> okay. If I hold it, yes, it will stay on for as long as I need it to. However, if I throw it, it will dissipate and transfer its damage. Okay. Then it, as it reaches the top of the um, the altar, the flame changes from its normal color to like a faint green as it flickers out. That's not supposed to happen. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to try one more thing, if that's okay with you. Hey, I think Fred is going to raise his shield and like take cover behind it. Oh, <laughs> take cover behind Siegfried. <laughs> I uh, just raise my hand and identify by touching the top of it. And if I can use identify on it. Yep, and you just have to hold your hand there for a minute. Um, 
Can you think of anything Miles would say or do while he was trying to identify magic in an item? I want to know your secrets. Expose yourself. No, that sounds weird. <laughs> the, if you look into the stone, it's not so bad. That, that's his whole thing, though. Like Reveal. Having a conversation every... Reveal. Every word's just innuendo. He's like, no, no. <laughs> Until he finds the right one. Man, this thing is hard. Um, I'm just thinking reveal, reveal. Okay. Uh, so the, the time passes, and it, it just feels like the, the, it's just dragging, and Miles has um, got his, his hand there on the top of the altar, uh, murmuring the, the words and phrases he mentioned. And after that, that what feels like an hour to everybody else, but Miles, it kind of like flashes by it in, in moments rather than the minute it should. Um, you are positive that there is uh, magic within this, and it was cast by a priest of some kind, and it is a powerful magic. Um, you feel that it is probably three to four times what you think you could do as far as a magical thing. Guys, I don't think we're going to get through this uh, without finding either some other way because uh, some powerful guy has some really strong spell on here. I yeah. I couldn't even so, begin to think to solve about this. About that, Miles, do you think it's a spell to keep something inside or prevent something from, you know, getting out or preventing us from going in? Uh, Joe, do I, I feel Let like me it's say, because of the way identify reads, I'm going to say that you're able to tell that the magic is meant to keep out, right? So it's meant to stop people from getting in, not necessarily to stop something from getting out. I feel like they're using this, uh, whoever was trying to survive, used this to retreat and was trying to keep something out from following them. So, I mean, a lost cause, but I mean, we can continue to look if you guys want to. Well, I mean, if you, you if you think that this 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 magic here is something is beyond, it's, you're thinking it's beyond all of us, right? Nothing that we have right here could could break it. As of right now, yes, but hmm. I, I feel like maybe we could come back later. I don't know. I just I don't feel like we're gonna get through this now. Arthnis, Braxis, what do you think? I say we check out the town hall. Maybe something will be there we can use. Or there's another yeah. tunnel to the I'm bottom of the church. I'm good for that. <laughs> there are any markings on the altar? There no, a, big, a big chip that Miles <laughs> took out. Yeah. <laughs> Aside from the, the no deliberate um, markings to identify anything. There are the cracks from it being hit, the little chip from where Miles hit it with the pickaxe. So do we feel like this is a lost city or just a lost city? This I, think is this is just a, I think this is a lost city. I don't know if this is the lost city. I'm looking at my own map. Kind of small. Yeah. Um, actually, let, let's, uh, let's take a moment there then. Bell, the uh, the let's call it the, the news pamphlet that you picked up from one of the buildings on your way there. Uh, you take a moment to, to glance at uh, some of the headlines. It appears that the name of this village was Tranquility, or could still be Tranquility, but it was named 
that. And what you're looking at is the, um, the Tranquility Times. That's the name of this periodical little newspaper. Uh, it looks like it's handwritten. And it has um, within it, uh, there are, I won't give you entire text, but you read through and the gist of a couple of things you read are, uh, we're hoping for the, the help to come before it's too late. And um, uh, the followers of Gore have been too powerful for us to keep them out. And hopefully our last stand holds and you know, we'll give you more news next week. There is no date on it, but the look and feel of the, the parchment, the material itself, gives you the same indication as everything else. You're talking what you might feel is a century or more of time has passed. So about a couple of days to Bob then. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Last week for Bob, yeah. Yeah. Last week for Bob. Oh, you get some? Yep. <laughs> All right, just FYI, before we go into the town hall, there's definitely going to be some uh, things not so... Not so good in there. I don't, I don't know why. I just got a bad feeling about this. Got a bad feeling. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Miles, I don't know. You got anything, a uh, little pump us up action before we walk in there, man? Uh, when we get to the fighting, I can go and uh, boost us up a little bit. But as of right now, okay. not so much. Well, let's let's take a look at this uh, town hall. I'd like to get some answers here and see if there's anything else we can deduce and uh, start heading out towards the uh, uh, town hall area. How about you pass that dragon whiskey around? That might boost us up a little bit. <laughs> Everybody do a shot of flaming dragon. Shot there of you flaming go. Dragon. I opt out. <laughs> he's already got the beer. <laughs> Apple yep. cordials. Yep. He's, yeah, he's taking everyone else's already. Um, uh, he's doing the second drink. He's walking around emptying all the ones people have left on the tables. Yeah, let's do. Yeah, yeah let's follow in Siegfried's mindset of like to do a perimeter check at the yeah, town hall yeah, first to see what's I was best options. Try to try to sneakily go over there and just see if I can just take a quick uh, survey and uh, uh, notice if there's anything moving uh, moving around inside the um, the the town hall, or if there's anything around it. Okay, um, we're gonna let. Uh, Bell head out first then because Jason did yeah. mention that he was going to go take a look and Bell um, the building itself looks like it is in a better state of repair than the other buildings you've seen getting okay. closer to it you can tell that the doors have been fixed they're definitely were broken and have been patched so there are pieces of iron kind of riveted in place to hold some of the wood together that had been broken all of the windows appear to have been blacked out from the inside. There's something covering the inside of, the, of each of the windows that you see. This building itself is only one level. Um, the church is two levels high or two stories high, but only one level, right? So the, the, yeah. the ceiling goes a lot higher than the town hall. Uh, but the town hall is uh, one level and it, the outside is Fancy for the town. It's like the outside is actually a little fancier than the church outside, um, with more of the uh, ironwork around the corners and stuff to make it look nice. Uh, the building itself is the largest footprint of a building in this village, and uh, rough estimate, it's around fifty by fifty uh, around the outside, and the uh, the full perimeter all the way around 
looks, or from what you can tell, all of the windows have been blacked mm -hmm. out with something from the inside. And the windows, the openings everywhere, and all of these buildings are pretty much the thickness of the stone, which is almost um, a foot, somewhere between, you know, eight inches and a foot, depending on the building itself. So that, the depth of the stone to the inside where it's dark or blackened, um, you know, unless you go up in there to check it, you can't tell what it is on the other side. Could just okay. be a curtain, could be, you know, okay. painted wood or yeah, whatever. I, I would try to, you know, cautiously and stealthily get up to one of the windows to see if I could see if it was a curtain or if I could even, if there was anything, any crack in there that I could actually see maybe something inside. Um, it has the coldness, out. it has a coldness of iron, but it is definitely painted. Ooh, Okay. And there's no, there's no, there's no visible people around the outside at all. Correct. Okay. All right. So then I, I I'll, I'll turn and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of signal over to the, to the group, uh, to, to head over, um, if they want to or not, I guess. Yeah. No, we're getting to go. Nope. Going back. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I go back. Talk to Bob. Yeah. I'll be back in cat. If you guys need anything, I made a lot of money at the bar. <laughs> I got another gig. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Uh, uh, so, based on the exter exterior description that I gave for Jason um, as Bell looked around, what are you guys going to do? Well, we can't see in, so... Right? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll put my ear up to the glass and see, or to see if I can hear anything inside, just to be sure. Uh, like, how's the roof on this building? Um, this, uh, Miles and Siegfried. This was one of the buildings where the uh, ceiling was intact when you were up on the, the tower. From the, the ground level, you can't see up there. But when they yeah. were up in that tower, this is one of the buildings where the, uh, the ceiling was, the roof was intact. It looks structurally it looks like sound. It's just about so. all stone. Did you notice any entryway from the top? Not, not from the roof. No. Not from where they were. Um, I did want to mention. I completely forgot. Bell saw at least one entryway on each side of the mm -hmm. building, but only one main entryway. So one of the sides, call it the left side, um, has two doors on two separate spots, and then there's like one door on either of the other two sides. And all of these doors look like they've been repaired slash reinforced slash you know they're in good shape. Okay. Did, right, did, so I, did I hear anything? Did I hear anything from the inside when I was trying to listen? I'm trying to think now what we're going to do for listening because there's no listening skill. Um, it, it falls under perception. Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. I'm thinking. Uh, let's do that. Let's do a perception roll for Bell, please. Okay. Uh, that is uh, exactly average. Ten plus one, <laughs> so eleven. <laughs> Bare minimum, Bell. We had 120 and 118. Have we had anything else that was over 10 tonight? No, I don't think so. Guys, you guys is great. You need some new digital or physical dice, whatever that is. <laughs> um, my red dice failed me today. <laughs> the, the whispers of the wind outside and the noises your, um, your party are making would, are louder than anything you could hear on the other side. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, we're all going... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we just, we just, we just right behind him. We were oh, practicing our speech sounds. Yeah. Uh, 
Sweet nothing. All right, so <laughs> I mean, there, there's four, there's four, there's four entryways. I mean, do you guys think we should all take a door? And no, because we don't know where those those go. <laughs> He's got a point. No, if there's two next to each other, that's fine. We might open the same room, but I can't trust it. So we We've got one, the main double doors door? that, that go like, in. How about I, I just barrel through that front door? You guys come in like gangbusters. I said we, we stick together for sure. So, yeah, we can do that. Can we try to break Praxis. a window first? We could try. If we're going to be making noise anyways, I want to see. Can we see through window. windows? No, no, the windows no. are blacked out. Oh, of course oh, they are. What if I break a window on the opposite side and then you burst through a minute later after I run around? We have That's no guarantee bad. that... that the window opens into the same room. We would we would need to I'm get one window to, right next to a door. I'm trying to draw them to a location away from the yeah, front. No, I, I like what Miles is putting down right here. Just some deception, and then we go in through the front. Yeah, that's not bad if you can do it. Make a lot of noise. But oh, I can make some noise. <laughs> Believe me. Here's the other Especially thing. Especially if you try to break thing. a window that's made out of iron. That would make Look, some noise. <laughs> I, I just want to tell you guys, just protect, prepare yourselves. We could be dealing with... The remnants, the living, the undead remnants of these townspeople. Just so get that in your heads right now. It could be pretty messed up. Mm. <laughs> and I'll mention too that all of the um, entrance slash egress, every one of them is made to open outwards. So mm. pushing so in to, will be harder than than it we would tie be. some rope to something and just rip, try to pull it off or I don't know. I, mean, sure. I, got, I got rope. We can definitely do that. Sure. Um, whom would you tie it to? <laughs> Probably me. <laughs> <laughs> Make a running and just run for it. I don't know. Hit the ignition and go. <laughs> How big are no, these windows? Um, whatever you'd like to do. How big are these windows? Um, town hall size in a village like this, uh, let's call them two feet wide, three feet tall ish. So I, I could technically fit through. Yeah. Anyone could fit through them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you'd I just, probably squeeze a little bit, but not a whole lot. Oh, I was thinking about just blaring my flute through it. That would definitely be loud enough to go and cause them to go ahead that way. I mean, we can just go through a window. Technically. So. Door, how window. you guys want to do it? No, I'm fine with uh, planning as much as you like. But if, if, if you want to go idea. through the door, Braxis, I'd want to. I don't want you. Get... I don't want you going there by yourself. I'll, I definitely want to. Can we get a? Uh, can, we, can we get a Randy special map on this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little bit of a. I wouldn't mind a little bit of a. So let for so. this one, Randy, draw a square. Rectangle right square the, or just square square? Uh, square. Uh, mostly square square. Yeah, he said it was like 50 by 50. Yeah, probably. approximately 50 by 50-ish. So you don't have to make it perfect, but as long as it's close to square. At the bottom of the square, you're going to put a double door. On the left-hand side of the square, you're going to put a door towards the top and a door towards the bottom. And then on the top of the square, a door in the middle, and on the right side of the square, a door in the middle. Yeah. And, while and that's what you see from the outside. You, you've been awfully quiet about this. And what, is, what do you think? What's your take on, on the situation? And where are the yes, windows? what Randy just put up there, guys, um, that's essentially, you guys are at the double doors when you approach it from the front. Where are the windows? Um, the windows, there's at least one window in between any of the doors. What about the front the double doors? Any windows yeah, on the, that side? the windows on both sides of the double mm -hmm. door. All right, why don't we just two by two, two per window, 
go through with torches lit. Uh, are we going loud, like crashing through these windows? Yeah, to, like, yeah I mean, it doesn't matter. It's, we don't know what's in there. Okay. It now, could remember, be one thing, could be a bunch of stuff. I don't know. We're saying windows, but right. Bell has learned that it feels like a piece of iron in the yeah. window frame on the inside of it. So it's been yeah, reinforced. Uh, okay. Right. So I don't want anyone to think you're about to break through glass. Well, let's just break through the door. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if they put iron on the, on the windows, they might have reinforced the doors as well. We can try to break in, but yeah, uh, but the doors are like don't. they cut. Yeah, you know, we'd have to pull that up. That'd be a lot harder. I'm thinking we don't have like a, you know a team of horses to pull rip the doors off. Has anyone just tried opening the door yet? I was going to, but that was <laughs> an hour ago. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, if we really want to be safe about it, we could burn it down. <laughs> we don't know that's if there's anyone alive in there that we might. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, we, we, we know that they're not dead. Why don't we just go there? Right, I'm trying to door knock. <laughs> yeah, yeah hold on. Actually, there. actually, give me a second. Yeah, I'm gonna get yeah. checked. Is, is the door unlocked? Um, the handle moves yeah. freely. Okay. Do you want to I'm try to open it, or are you just going to see if the handle is locked? Yeah, I want to have my... Say, push uh, or pull on the door. It pu- uh, all of the doors are clearly made to come outwards, to open outwards. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, okay. The slamming yeah. into them would have been the opposite way. All right. You wanna, oh, above, I, I never mentioned this, but above right, the door, all right, all right. it says tranquility in an arch, and in the middle, middle it says center. So twank, uh, tranquility right. center. Uh, uh, Braxis, do you, you want if, if you want to try to pull the door open, I'll, I'll I pull out my hand crossbow. I'll be on the other side and I'll look in. And well, do we want to have there. both doors open, both these double doors, or just want one? I mean, open? if we only just do one, that gives us at least some cover with that door, and we can again maybe contain anything that tries to pop out. Yeah, Brax, I mean, you duck down and open the doors, and I'll, we'll just be ready with uh, yeah. some well, I'll, just, I'll just be off to the side. I won't be able to see in. I'll just open the door and be off to the side. You guys, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'll position myself on, on the other door opposite of where he is. That way, when he opens up, I can just turn with my uh, very tactically and look inside. I'd also like to revisit something Jason said a few minutes ago. What's Arithmus up to? Yep. He's, he's watching. He's waiting. He's... He's waiting for orders, essentially. Seeing He's commiserating. The group decides. Commiserating. Well, why don't we all get range range weapons out, or at least you yeah. three? Well, actually, or, or you know what? Arithmus, arithmus, I mean. I can do this. I, I, can op- I can have a torch ready. Open door. Toss torch in. Yeah. I um, have my crossbow. I'll turn in. I'll take a look at if Arithmus, if you could just have your shield in front of my head. So that way, when I turn <laughs> in, I have a little bit of protection. If my shield uh, is in front of your head, you can't see. Well, I can, I, not like completely blocking <laughs> me, but like over oh, me like, a, like, like and, and then if and, something comes in i can just pull it down and have some protection from it how about instead we have a braxis open the door have the big beefy guy with the shield and armor just stand in the doorway and throw the torch in hmm. that's fine we could go that route i guess but i mean i think my route definitely seems a little bit cooler and more tactical <laughs> Uh, especially if something's <laughs> coming in. I mean, if something's all the way down the hall and you're just big in armor, you know, you throw a torch at them, but I can turn and I can, you know what, I can, actually, I can probably stand between your legs while you're armored and still shoot from down there now that I think about it. It's crouched down. All right, yeah. but I warn yeah. you, I have, the, I have a mule's reflex. <laughs> like, you like to 
He'll kick if like something touches him in the wrong place. Oh. Don't worry about it. Abraxas, you ready? <laughs> All right. Do you guys want to talk about this for another half hour, or do we want to do this? <laughs> no, let's do it. Uh, let's do it. I was done. Let's just do it. Let's go. <laughs> Miles is going to need to take the camera and <laughs> upload this to ThouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Siegfried will uh, sure, step... GoPro, because uh, he's using a longbow right now. Yeah. That's a gore pro. Gore pro. Nice. Oh, no. uh, those are, those are bad. Those are bad. That's a gore con. All right, I'm opening the door. Well, I'm trying. We're going to have the door, the door open. open, and both Arithmus and Bell are going yeah. to be at the yeah, door I'll be, opening. I'll be kneeled down underneath Arithmus and with my crossbow looking in. I'm going to have my shield ready and a torch ready to toss in there. And I still want to try to find some room to aim into. I still want to toss a torch in, like to try to get some, you know, more, more lighting, you know, with but yeah. two torches on the opposite sides in the room, whatever. Okay. The um, the door does take a little bit of effort, not enough for a strength check, but when you first start pulling it, it you know, it's stuck on something, and you just have to pull it a little harder. It makes a bit of noise as the um, iron and wood kind of uh, creak and squeal. The, the door does open. As soon as you get the door open a little bit, the daylight starts to go into the building. Inside the building, there is um, what looks like, um, call it a reception area, uh, kind of a small area. And that's where the light first hits. And right inside of there, uh, it looks like a, a carpet that's well-worn, uh, a big, nice area carpet on the ground that, that looks like it was probably expensive a hundred years ago. Um, on the grounds, well-worn. Uh, beyond that, as soon as that door opens and the air hits, uh, everybody right there gets the, the, the smell of rotten, decaying, nasty. Whoa. Oh, it smells like a Brax's feet. Oh. <laughs> I don't wear shoes, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know. I can tell. <laughs> Siegfried is actually going to hold his torch out to stop Abraxas from throwing his torch in. I just realized something. Yeah. D dust, old carpet, wooden building. Mm. Well, there's yeah, wood, I was but fine it's with mostly that. stone. Right? <laughs> I was fine with that. Yeah. The dragon is fine with burning it down. Yeah. All right. Yeet. <laughs> um, if you toss a torch in, uh, yeah, it might catch on the carpet a little bit, but most of the building is stone. Uh, again, similar oh, right. to the um, the little campsite, not campsite, but the base camp area thing that you the that little place you were at. Almost everything is stone. The things that can't be made out of stone are indeed made out of wood or iron. Uh, but like the uh, reception desk is a stone desk. There, the walls inside are stone. Um, so in that area where you where you first enter, there are doors that head straight in and to either side. And as I mentioned, there's like a stone desk there, a reception desk. Um, the torch just lights the place, you know, catch a little bit of the corner of the carpet on fire, but there, there's no spreading of fire and it's not horrible. Uh, you can, now it can see clearly in uh, and the place is just old but it clearly has been used more recently and, again, smells like, like decay, death, um, nasty. So are like there just short of a constitution safe. Are there other unlit torches or candles around the place? 
Uh, nothing else lit. Only the the daylight that is coming in and the torch has been tossed in. Is there a place to hang a candle or a torch? Oh yeah, yeah. You could. There are definitely. Um, I don't know if it's sconces or, or the, the little, yeah. the, the right. ring on the wall that you can put a torch in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to pick up the I, torch I, and put it on the wall. So yeah, I, tacti- can... I tactically barrel roll inside uh, the, the actual um, place yeah. and, and looking to see if there's any movement from anything else or any, you know, he said undead things and we can smell yeah. death. Just Siegfried is, see. well, roll for cool. <laughs> Siegfried is now I'm curious actually make a roll I want to see if, if it looks cool to everybody else nice there you go. Natural 20. I'll take I don't a mean, picture of it I, I don't mean that, that to be way. so here you go you roll in there so quietly and so cool that everybody kind of holds their breath in awe of what's going on and collectively because of this you hear a shuffling and moaning noise from on the other side of the door straight oh, ahead. Oh, Bell, I'm going to write about this. That was I, awesome. I, I, I hold my hands up back towards, because uh, Erethus is still in the doorway, right? I'm just like... Into Braxis. I mean, everybody would be at yeah. the doorway area now, and you would have just yeah. done your wicked cool tumble in there. Wicked there cool. All right, I want to see the hand motions for this one. <laughs> 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 I just, I, I, I just am like. <laughs> so since this room seems empty, right. Miles is going to go and pick up the torch and put it on the sconch, sconce. Okay. Scon- Abraxas. The ring yeah, on the it, wall. It looks yeah. like he wants us to slowly approach <laughs> the wall, one on either side, and see if we can break through it. The wall? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's I'm what he pointed at. <laughs> um, all right, so we have doors on each side of us and straight ahead, right? <clears throat> Correct. But the straight ahead is where the shuffling was coming from. That, that's where, when everybody was quiet for a moment, admiring the uh, halflings, tumble, cool uh, you, you heard some noises. As soon as you start with your own walking or moving the torch, uh, Randy's got it there on his drawing. Uh, that is uh, as close to accurate as we're going to get out of my brain into his paper. Uh, All right, so we're thinking uh, do those doors open inward, like towards us or away from us? The, the um, let's say away. <clears throat> they would open into the rooms where they lead. So right. they would open away from you. <clears throat> What do you think, Sig? I, I trust Bell here. You, you and me, either side of that door on the far end, try to break through. There's something over there. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we got it. They know we're here, man. Come on. We missed Bell last week. Definitely. Be ripping that door open. As I'm walking past him, I'll like pat him on the head. That'll do, buddy. And I'm going to set up on the on one side of the door and wait for a Braxis on the other. Which Great door? You're going on. straight ahead where the yeah, noise is coming from. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, can I just like, like, does this door seem kind of heavy or it's going to be super noisy like the other one? Or is I kind of just like open it like half inches and inches to kind of peer in? Because there's plenty of light in here, you can see this, this door doesn't look like it's been repaired slash reinforced like the, the <laughs> other doors around the exterior. This door just looks like um, it was it never really fell into disrepair. It just looks like a normal door at this point. So based on, you know, 
big, tall, heavy dragonborn, you're, you, it doesn't appear that you would have any problem doing whatever you wanted to this door, whether it be turning the handle or putting your foot through it. <laughs> this is Sparta. Hot. All right. Are we thinking yeah, this- nice and easy or fast and hard on this? <laughs> Actually, I was just thinking about this. You could think of this as that's what she said. Modern day, mm-hmm. our exterior doors are usually metal with some kind of core, and the mm-hmm. interior doors are you know balsa yeah, wood. Just, yeah, it's kind of like that feeling. The exterior doors are, are firewall doors, and the interior yeah. doors are just kind of interior. How much daylight is spilling into this room? Is it like crazy bright now? Plenty. Yeah, in this room, the uh, the daylight is just as bright as the torch Miles put on the wall. Huh. Did you put the torch? We're midday. On the you guys found yes. this no, place okay. around eleven, and you've only talk, spent. Let me get the other hours. torch. I'm gonna toss it in this other room. I'm just gonna. That's what I want to do. I'm gonna take the, the oh, free you torch. Pick up that was the one on the that floor. you tossed in earlier. That was on the edge of the carpet, burning it. Yeah, that, that's fine. the one that Miles put up on the sconce. <clears throat> oh, was yeah, it? So okay. Yeah. So I'll take the well, other you can one. Take that anyway, because this room yeah. is bright enough. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I want to take one torch. Well, I yeah. want to I want to toss another torch in this room. I want to just open the door just like enough to get the torch in and just kind of see what I can see within like a couple seconds and then close the door, like a quick, okay. and then I'll give a report and then make a quick decision what we're doing. <laughs> so what I want? Oh, Jason just sent a photo. Um, I sent the, I sent the, I sent the, the, the awesome roll so that you guys can see. Oh, nice. <laughs> um. What I want to do with this, then, Abraxas, is I need you to do a dexterity check, please. I want to see how quick you can get the door open, the torch in, look, and close it. Can I use athletics for that? Uh, I'd say it's more acrobatics or just dexterity. All right, I'll go straight dexterity. When I think athletics, it's mainly strength. In this case, you're trying to be quick. Not really my thing, but we'll see how it works out. All right. Straight up Dex is 10. 10. 10. Yeah. All right. You're able to get the door open, toss the torch. You were, you were tossing it in, right? Yep. Okay. And then trying you to see what I can the, see from that couple seconds before I close the you, door again. You toss the torch, and uh, when you look in, you see uh, standing rotting corpses in front of you, um, several of them. Uh, and that's about what you can make out before one of them turns to look at you before you close the door. Okay. And then everybody hears kind of moaning and shuffling louder than before. How many did I see? As part of how quick you did it and the roll, you saw at least four. Yeah. Okay. There was probably more, definitely not less. Okay. Uh, got about minimum four. There's probably going to be more people in there, and they're uh, undead. So, my plan is to I say, you guys open the door. I burn down whatever I can in front of our faces, and we just and we let them enter this area. And this is the killing floor here, this reception area. Okay. Sounds like, like a plan to me. It's the killing floor. Nice. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. All right. If everybody is quickly on board with that plan, what I'd like to do is roll some initiative. Woo woo. Woo. Okay. Nice. Um, Randy, are you going to keep track again? I will. Great. 
Uh, if you would, for me, give me two initiatives. One is a five and the other is a 17. I'll just uh, replace goblin one and two with that. <laughs> you could do Z1 and Z2. Z1? Right? Z yep. <laughs> All right. I rolled a 12 plus four, so I got a 16. All right. 18 for Bell. I'm nice. going to add Bell. 18. Nice. Got a four. It's better than the one you had last time. <laughs> I got 11 plus 2. 13. 13. All right. So, Bell up this first. This is good. It's split up very well. All right. Um, we're going to start the initiative, because players were ahead of the monsters in this case, we're going to start the initiative with the description that you gave, that you want to open the door and try and... and a brief fire at them, yep. I think is what you're going yeah. to do. Yep. We're yep. going to start there. So we'll start at the bottom of the order so you can do that okay. because they're not going to reach the door before then. Sweet. So that's how we will start. And then as soon as that is done, we will begin um, the initiative. And, and so you guys know the door is a normal doorway width for humans, <clears throat> humanoids. So only one, maybe two could squeeze through at once but it wouldn't be too easy. Yeah. Okay. All right, so really I'm just trying to, depending who's opening the door, I mean, I'm going to blast in with the fire and then... Uh, well, I, think, I figured it was you because you're still standing there and all of this is happening yeah, I'm, in, I'm, I'm, in I'm rapid over succession. By, I'm over by the pew kind of, uh, or not the pew, the, one of the places I barrel rolled into. Yeah. I'm okay. just there on the side of the door waiting, great sword out. Okay. Waiting for instructions. Yeah, I think I think Arethus and, and Abrax are the closest ones to the door right now. Most likely, yeah. And Miles switched to his uh, longsword instead of his bow for close quarters. Yeah, I so, will push the door open with my halberd then, since it's long enough, and then just yeah, yeah, firebomb. And, and things like uh, because it's an um, it's not a stuck or locked door. Uh, it's going to be a free action to open it, free action to ready your weapons. So th there's not a worry about whether that interferes with what you wanted to do. All right, so for them, it's just going to be a deck save uh, for half damage. So DC right. is 11. DC 11 deck save. And what I'm going to do with that is the... Um, it's 15-foot cone, so... We're going to do remember. just the first group. Um, six. What was the DC? Oh, no, 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 six isn't going to do it. Yeah, 11. 11 to the DC. Yeah, rotting corpses don't have the best dexterity modifier. So you're getting 2d6 damage now. It's going to be 10 points of damage. <clears throat> now is that area of effect 10 each? Yes, it's just the cone of flame. Okay. You know, I'm going to need to write this down. So um, let me grab this and let me just write um, end of the episode. Okay, got it. Dang it. <laughs> we will pick up the beginning of this combat in our next one as the flames leave Abraxas into the pile. One of the pile, the shambling horde of rotting corpses coming at you. We're just getting good. <laughs> That's how it always goes. So, yeah. Cliffhanger, cliffhanger. All right, so we're good for now. We'll wrap this up and we can you guys play. wait Bye. 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 Zombie blood next episode. Be sure to drink your flaming dragon. Thank you.
preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.